Hello. All right. Looks like we are on live and locked in. Excellent. I'm seeing we're still waiting on change. So, <laughs> well, everyone, for this evening's episode, we have a very special guest, a dear friend who has uh, been there in the counter human trafficking stuff before even the Crusader Foundation came together officially. Mm. Um, has an excellent program. Um, and actually, I'm, I'm stalling because I'm uh, Chains. He had a really nice deal worked out as a way of intro for you. So I'm trying to stall so he can, <laughs> we can shoot that off. But um, there he is. There he is. All right. We rolling? We are rolling. So Chains, I stalled a little bit. I'm going to let you do the intro for uh, for Stephanie. So take it away. You, st- you say you stole a little bit? No, I stalled. <laughs> Oh, I thought you said you stole. And I was like, wow. <laughs> That's neither here nor there. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, well, hello, everyone. We're back. This is Chains. I'm joined by my partner in crime, Saint. We have a very, very special guest with us tonight. Um, she's an author. She does stage act, actress, uh, <laughs> community speaker. She's got to be one of the most tenacious women that i've ever met and had the pleasure to work with uh well without further gilding the lily um <laughs> we bring you stephanie olson from the set me free project thank you that was so sweet <laughs> i'm glad to be here with you guys so stephanie why don't you start off by just kind of i guess telling us what brought you to this in the first place and then uh, kind of give us a, a brief overview of, of how you take that passion you have and put it into, put it into action with uh, the Set Me Free uh, project and organization. You bet. Yeah. Well, about um, four years ago or so, probably a little bit longer, I had been working for several years with women, um, women primarily who had been struggling with addiction or domestic violence issues, homelessness. And I had been writing some curriculum for them, also working with youth, speaking to youth, um, middle school and high school on healthy relationships for several years, and found myself very interested in the counter-trafficking movement and wanted to somehow help sex traffic victims, really having no idea what that meant. Um, And so as I started to study and research and started to get involved with some organizations and people like yourselves, um, I really learned what it was and what it wasn't. And what I found is that in our community, there were things happening, um, very slow progression, Uh, but what I noticed was that the targets of trafficking kiddos in the schools everywhere were not hearing the message that they were victims or that they were potential victims, excuse me. And that parents had no idea that this was something that could occur to their children. And so as I started to look around our state, I realized this is just not happening. Prevention education, going in and stopping it before it starts was not happening at all. And so that's where we really picked up the mantle and said, okay, we want to make a difference here. That is awesome. And the key word there being prevention, because it can be, I guess, kind of lumped under the awareness category when we talk about uh the counter human trafficking operations, but you take it a step further, even with preventative measures, rather than just awareness to the fact that trafficking exists and what's right. Right. There's a, there's an old fable. I don't know if you've heard of this, but there's an old fable of uh, these, um, these workers who were hanging out by the river And all of a sudden they saw a baby go down the river. They saved the baby and they thought, oh, my gosh, what's going on? The next day they were there and two more babies were floating down the river. And this happened day after day with several babies floating down the river. So they formed task forces and they got together and said, we've got to save these babies. And then somebody said, hey, 
why don't we take a look and see who's throwing the babies in the river in the first place? And so that's really kind of the idea of prevention. There's a lot of people going around telling people that sex trafficking is happening and it's happening in your community and it's bad. Good luck. But, but that's not really helpful when we don't know what to do about it because the next question everybody asks is what do we do? And there are often no answers. Mm-hmm. And so that's where we kind of come in to really give some tangible tools to kids, parents, educators, social service industries, corporations. What can you actually do to stop it from happening? Hmm. And your your curriculum, I mean, curriculum is, this is your baby. You've developed this yep. ground up yep. from experiences and talking to people and just uh actually do being out there doing the work that needs to be done mm-hmm. um, and your program is completely tailorable to basically anybody who needs to learn yeah it is actually we started with a curriculum for um, middle school and high school and parents and that has since expanded we now educate third grade up and um, and then really anyone who will listen to us talk will <laughs> we'll talk to you But um, yeah, what we've found is that when communities as a whole, and that's where businesses, I think a lot of businesses might think, oh, I'm not going to see issues with trafficking or individuals that are in what they consider wonderful neighborhoods would not see it. But what we've learned is that when the community as a whole is educated, truly educated in this topic, and then really starts to look for signs of not only victims and victimization, but signs of what happens before somebody Mm -hmm. becomes a victim. We see the statistics of sex trafficking drop significantly. And it really does have to be kind of a three uh, pronged approach where you have rescue, you have restoration, but if you don't have that prevention piece, it's just like you're catching those babies at the end of the river instead of figuring out, okay, let's stop the person who's actually throwing the babies in. Exactly. And, and to be honest, one of the coolest things about it to me is the fact that you guys are in the business of making sure there's none of that emotional or physical scarring before any of it yeah. happened. Yeah. And and that's missed. I feel oh. I a lot among everybody, federal to NGO to local. It's just it's not nobody's like, well, we'll catch it when it happens. Right, right. And the traumatization that happens, um, even yeah, before somebody is actually in a situation where they're being sold, is just incredibly high. And we actually the the curriculum was written for that very purpose that. Sex trafficking is a symptom, just like drugs are a symptom, just of not understanding how incredibly valuable we are as human beings. And so when we can get our kiddos to understand their incredible intrinsic value, and we can get parents to understand their value and and place that in their kids and, and teach them those things at a very young age, which is why we're starting at third grade. Um, But if we can get that begun, started early then we we miss all of the the trauma that happens later on with whatever um they may be facing absolutely yeah and that's it, it is a truly brilliant approach so i do i am curious early days when when you were first putting <laughs> all this together <laughs> so what what were some of the the challenges and and obstacles that you faced early days with with getting this idea of I don't want to say selling the idea, mm-hmm. but, but getting it to where it mattered to other people enough for them to say, yeah, we need to hear this. Um, yeah, that's actually still, unfortunately, can be an ongoing battle. But I think really early on, uh, when I when I started, um, even before I wrote the curriculum and I had the idea, I went to a teacher uh, that I had worked with um, in her classroom on healthy relationships, and I said, I have a question for you. Do you see this as a problem? And could this be a program that your school would be interested in? And she said, nope, it's not a problem at all. And that hmm. same 
at that same moment or time, there had been four girls who had gone missing, who were, it was sex trafficking issues in her same area. And so that kind of lit a fire under me. And that's when I started to really go full force and found some educators that were going to help us get into the schools. But I think that's the biggest issue. People, you know, when you stick your head in the sand, it's warm, it's comfortable. Nobody wants to get out of that place. And um, so it's really easy to, to turn your eyes and say, this is not an issue. Mm-hmm. But and when you do that, um, you know, and it, you, you don't need the help because it's not happening. And so sometimes until it hits home, people don't um, recognize that this is a, a need. Yes, absolutely. And in that, uh, with the other NGOs that were working in the, in the communities that you guys were, were branching out in, how was the uh, reception with the prevention idea received <laughs> among, among uh, I guess, what, what could be considered your peers at the time? Because this, I mean, it, it, this really was a brand new approach in, yeah. in a lot of ways. You know, it, it, it's, I was actually kind of thinking back to all this because it's kind of all coming full circle even now. But I, I think that there was, um, we got a lot of pushback, not from educators. The, the schools were really excited about it mm. and were very open and it happened very quickly. And we were in schools very, very quickly. But a lot of the organizations in the area, the powers that be, we got a lot of pushback. And some of that was... Um, sadly jealousy because there were people who had wanted to get in the schools for this topic who had really struggled getting into the schools and we got in very quickly. Um, So unfortunately, and you would think, why would they be jealous if they wanted to get in the schools because their mission was to prevent it? Wouldn't they help you? (laughs) You would think. Yes. Yes. But what I'm, what I'm finding and I'm really sad and I don't think it's limited to, um, my state, but I think it's probably other states are better. Some are worse, I'm sure. But there is unfortunately a lot of competition in the counter trafficking movement, mm-hmm. which sounds absurd. Um, <laughs> but it's true. I mean, that's, that's, right. that's mostly due to everybody wants the government money that's out there. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, and what what they don't understand, though, is that if we actually really collaborated and actually worked together to achieve the mission, um, we could probably get more money. That would, that's what's so ironic about it. But, um, but there, is, there is so much competition, and, yeah. and it's, it's remarkably sad. And, and so you have to be careful, unfortunately, you know, where you step so you don't step on a grenade because (laughs) (laughs) well that's that's that is the weird thing because i right about the time that you guys were having the 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 early on successes that you were with getting into the educational systems we were running in the same circles of ngos Mm -hmm. and it was you know we were seeing this pushback that you guys were getting and it was I mean, we had several conversations during some of our team meetings where like, well, what is it with these people being so territorial? Yeah. You know, it's like, it, it, oh. if your goal is the victim and the prevention of victimization, shouldn't this be a, you know, hell yeah, welcome to the fight, you know, type it, of thing. It you know? should be. Unfortunately, I, th- I mean, and we have talked about this, there's so much ego that can get in the way. And really the primary goal of all of ours should be to work ourselves out of a job. That's it. Amen to that. (laughs) So um, it is very difficult for me still to understand. And, um, and I, and I, and I just don't, but, um, but, you know, you, you keep your head to the, to the ground and, and move forward and, and do what you do with excellence. And that's, you know, I think that's the, the way to, you just keep getting things done. And that's, my goal is to just really make a difference. Yeah. And you with, uh, if I remember correctly, 
and you'll have to you'll have to go into more detail on this. Um, but one of the, one of the reasons you guys were able to move within the circles that you were with the public education and so on was because you guys were willing to adapt what you had to tell because your goal was to prevent victimization. You didn't have your yeah. own specific agenda. It, yes, exactly. And that's, you know, we have such a, there has been talk about, um, you know, there's no evidence-based curriculum out there in sex trafficking and there's um, no this or that. And that's true. There's not because of so many reasons. I mean, it's new data. There's, you know, it's hard to be evidence-based, but once you're evidence-based, you're stuck with that curriculum. This is an ever-changing curriculum because it's an ever-changing industry. And it's really important that you can be adaptable. And so we'll have schools connect with us and we have programs for, um, sex trafficking specific, everything we do talks, we talk social media with every aspect that we speak mm. to. Um, but you know, we talk about healthy and unhealthy relationships and dating violence and, um, and, and things like that, uh, on top of sex trafficking or how the media portrays us. And, um, obviously with third graders and fourth graders, we're not talking about sex trafficking per se, but we're talking about empathy and consent and what that means. And we're talking about safety online and, and all that stuff. But there, there are schools, we had a school call us and say, okay, so we have this really small group of kids that really struggled with sexting and we want to address that. Well, we can go in and address that and spend you know, six weeks with this small group of kids because wow, it is adaptable and, and we can make it, you know, really tailor it to the needs of the schools. That is excellent. That is very cool. And the, uh, the getting into these types of things and addressing these scenarios, it, you know, you're, you're talking about things that for the majority um, our society tries to treat like they're separate issues, you know, like the <laughs> mm-hmm. dating violence, like mm-hmm. the, you know, uh, even, even some of that, if I'm, if I'm hearing you correctly, you're talking even about aspects of cyberbullying. Yeah, absolutely. So, but it, it, you know, it ultimately, <clears throat> it all leads to this, uh, I don't know what you'd call it, victimization mindset that they yeah. get stuck in, which makes them predisposed to being trafficked. Exactly. That's exactly it. Um, and it's, all combined and it's all uh, very important to discuss. I will say one of the things that I really believe makes us very unique is that, and I've heard this from teachers, I've heard teachers say, you know, sometimes people come in and they have great information, but they just stand there and talk at the kids and have a PowerPoint and bullet, 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 and it's just the information does not get through. And when I originally wrote the curriculum, I wrote it for the kids, not for the topic. And so um, I, it, it was very interactive. It was very, we get the kids up and moving and we actually laugh a lot. And people are like, how can you laugh? You're talking about such a horrible subject. And that's true. But if you don't bring humor into things like this, people really have a difficult time learning and grasping it. And so with the kids, we, um, and even with the adults, we, we bring humor into everything. We have a very interactive program and um, a lot of, just a lot of really actually one of the things we're teaching the kids is how to critically think about some of these things. And so we do a lot of exercises that kind of help them, with that critical thinking piece. So we have fun with them. Yeah. And, and I had the privilege to sit in on two or three occasions where you guys mm-hmm. talked and it, it's what she's saying is hundred percent true. The, the entire class body is a hundred percent engaged for the entirety of the, uh, of the lecture, but they don't even know that they've been lectured. They're, right. they're just sitting there <laughs> having fun, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it really is. It's a brilliant model. I, I mean, Thank you. we we have talked and 
from from the multiple states and couple countries that we have dealt with so far with nobody so far that we've come across that's got the same type of approach that sinks in people learn they remember they recall mm-hmm. and so comprehensive you know over, yeah over the whole subject and we don't want to be one and done we don't want to go and then never go again because that's not effective either so we want to be a consistent presence in the classrooms, we want to go back over and over again. If the schools let us go back every quarter and hit every grade level, we love that. That is awesome. And and even now, uh, several years into everything being official and you guys working, you yourself are still very much the driving force behind going out and speaking. Yes. Yeah. So. Yes. Despite the 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 desire for others to do the same. That's correct. (laughs) (laughs) Do I hear, do I hear a plea in there? A pleading sound? (laughs) You know, I think what I have found, and this is, this is what is so again, interesting in the counter trafficking movement. There are a lot of people who really want to be in front of kids Um, in the schools, or even speaking about information. And that's great. But if you don't, if that's not what you're supposed to be doing, don't do it. Um, I cannot tell you how many people have gone in front of youth and shared information about sex trafficking. But those kids don't walk away with the understanding that they are at risk. Mm. And there's a lot of misinformation going on in um, just in the world completely. And so it, it endangers people when there's misinformation. Um, It's dangerous. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I guess in light of that for, I mean, for people that would have the desire to maybe say, Hey, reach out and contact you and say, Hey, what can I do? Uh, what, what kind of a heart passion are you looking for? Because it goes beyond just the ability to convey information, like you said, but you know, yes. what are you looking for in, in people? Um, well, we're looking for um, people who love, you know, this is good. I'm not sure how to say this exactly, so bear with me, but um, our office environment is a lot of fun. We're very laid back, and we never take ourselves very seriously. We have a blast around each other, and we always say, you know, people who take themselves really seriously are kind of boring. (laughs) And so if you're really worried about what people think of you, we're probably not the best fit. And so we're looking for people who have fun, who love youth, who love, um, just want to see change. Um, but just know that they're not all that, you know, yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's, I, it's just, yeah, you gotta be, you gotta be fun and you can't look at yourself like I am so important and yeah. Yeah. Well, you're, you're talking, I mean, I, you guys do go everywhere and talk to everyone from the 90 year olds down to the, you know, third graders, right? you know, you are talking to kids and kids are going to see that through that taking oneself too importantly pretty quick. In a second. Yep. They, they, they can tell if you're being disingenuous in two seconds. So, and then they'll eat you alive. <laughs> I'm always fascinated by people who want to go speak to middle schoolers <laughs> and high schoolers. I'm like, really? Do you know what you're doing? Oh, well, there's always so, the yeah. one. I mean, they, the That's few right. times that I, that I uh, was able to sit in with two with you, one with uh, uh, another one of your speakers. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, there there was always the one kid or two kids that that would try and chew you, and and oh, yeah. thing, you always chewed right back, and it didn't even phase just... you. It was just like, <laughs> all right then, you know. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you gotta let him know right oh, away. Yeah. Oh, it, it was great. It was fantastic. I I had a hard time keeping myself from busting up laughing. So, <laughs> oh man. Uh, now for for where you guys go, 
for like if like let's say somebody in Ohio listened in here and they're like, man, I would really like to get that in my school. Is that something you guys are able to travel for, or what's you guys looking at? Yes, we love to travel. Um, you know what is all we we don't charge to be in schools. It is always helpful if somebody can help us out with mileage. Mm-hmm. Um, or travel expenses, things like that. That's always a great help. And, and the truth is schools usually do have some funding for bringing in speakers and things like that. But, um, but, you know, those are things that we can do our best to work out if there's, um, struggle there, but yes, we love, we'd love to go wherever, um, you know, if somebody's in Hawaii or someplace like that and can pay our expenses, that'd be awesome. But yes, we'll go anywhere. That is excellent. <laughs> that is excellent. Do you guys have a uh, like a scheduling thing where even they could say, "Hey, we loved it so much. Can we get on the on the roster for rounds?" Or... Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, and what um, what they can do is they can contact us at any time at um, on our website, which is setmefreeproject.net, um, or they can call us directly at 402-521-3080. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and just any of those ways, but we have a youth program director who schedules people and and gets the speakers um in your schools and and makes it happen and we will have links to all of this stuff for our listeners on the platform so um yeah no that is that is excellent because i you know like we were talking before we went on i can i can think of, of several people who have expressed interest in hearing about this program because you know when we come in, when Crusaders do awareness, and again, it's it's not really our forte, but we do have, you know, some guys who can do it. When we walk in and do it, for us, it's like, you know, the shock and awe factor. It's, look, this is the reality, you know, deal with it type of thing. And it's just right. not conducive for every environment or for making sure that message sinks in with a mixed audience or specific audiences. And, you know, so and, and that's where you know, you and your organization are absolutely vital to the Mm -hmm. overall war that is being waged. Um, And so, you know, it's, it's a blessing to us that, that your organization exists and that you guys are able to do what you're able to do. Um, But I guess, uh, Chains, do you have anything to ring in on? I've been, I've been the one just shooting over here. So. Uh Oh, he's opening it up, (laughs) opening up the can of worms. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now he's going to be quiet yeah yeah just like, no. <laughs> oh man did you fall asleep on me maybe we're on mute oh yeah yeah <laughs> oh man he's con <laughs> well it's telling me he's still connected but apparently i not. know i see him <laughs> so, anyway, oh funny well and and you guys are doing such great work and I, I appreciate what you're doing so much. And I think that's the beauty of this is that everybody has their place and everybody does the work. And when we can come together and, and accomplish, you know, do what we're called to do, we can accomplish so much. That's it. That's it. And it's, it's, it's exactly that way, you know, just knowing where you sit and, you know, like you were talking about, you know, knowing if you can actually, you may want to talk to kids, but know if you can, you know, right. And that is right. Yeah. It's, it is brilliant when you come across. Cause I mean, you, you know, our opinions on a lot where we're like, yeah, that's just, that's not an organization that, you know, we can even <laughs> get behind because there's just right so much that goes on. So and when, you know, just, just finding those niches that are actually out there getting their hands dirty and do, getting work done. And, yeah. and so, yeah, there's, you know, so if anybody out there is interested in, in that kind of a, of a ministry, I guess you could even call it, it's a, mm-hmm. you know, light world changer in the long run. Mm-hmm. Um, please definitely get in contact with the set me free uh, project. Um, but I guess as far as that goes, that was uh, pretty much everything I had. Did you have anything you wanted awesome. to throw out spitball 
Well, I think the only thing I would say is that we are really excited. We we are growing really rapidly, um, which is very exciting. And ultimately, we would love to place um, teams in every region. And so, you know, if people are interested in being a part of like a satellite region, um, let us know because we would love to to talk to them and um and have them on our, our team. So they'd have to fit our qualifications and we'd have to train them really well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, but, um, yeah, those are things that we're absolutely looking at doing. So we're excited as, as we grow. Excellent. Well, I will, uh, I guess I'll close that out there if, if there's nothing further and, uh, I'm sure we will want to have you on here again in the future. We'll, uh, we actually do topical posts as well. And, uh, there are some that could really use uh, your your angle, your input. So I'm sure we will awesome. ask you on here again. Um, I would love it. Fantastic. Well, thank you for taking time out of your evening to uh, speak with us and for uh, giving us the lowdown on your your particular battalion battlefront with the war on human trafficking. Well, and, uh, thank you, yeah, guys. I, and we support you fully. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. We definitely appreciate that. So, um, all right, folks, as, as usual, uh, there are sheep, there are sheep, dogs and wolves. It's time to pick a side and we will, uh, be back again next week. Hello. All right. Well, we are going to do a kind of a follow-up supplemental just, uh, on, uh, Stephanie and set me free. Um, here and she doesn't know we're doing this so this will be a surprise for her when she listens uh but anyway uh over to you chains well as i've said before in the past uh, you know there's been many times where we have joined into one of their meetings um one of their uh i'm not even events that you would call it uh and I'll tell you, there's not a time goes by that we didn't, one of us didn't learn something. Yeah. No matter how small it was. Uh, you know, there'd been several times that we had tagged along basically. And uh, it was just really impressive to see the passion that they had her whole team. Yeah. To, to get, to get their message across and to show real life that this is what happens yeah. and this is can happen uh you know and, and it's kind of funny to hear you know she's a little more pc than we are about that, <laughs> you know but it, it's you know when you hear her saying you know about people having their heads stuck in the sand and and they don't believe it's going to happen you know you're hearing it from more than more than us yeah you know so that that right there should tell people of yeah you know this this ain't fake it's not a game yeah yeah well especially because she's one of the few out there who it's not a theory I mean she's out there living it herself she doesn't just delegate minions she's on the front lines herself all the time well I I can I can tell you you know years ago several years ago uh, her and a few of her her team actually did some ride-alongs with <laughs> us into, braver than most <laughs> yes much braver than most uh you know of course at the time you know they knew they had you know five six hundred pounds of meat to protect them yeah <laughs> but, but it was the issue that they were more than willing to jump in the middle of the fricus yeah and you know the the fact that they wanted to get out there you know they several nights with us into some really unsavory situations yeah and i i can't tell you how much respect that we gained for them yeah and and then like i said once you start hearing their curriculum it, it it's just amazing yeah they really they have they really have to be one of the best if not the for for doing this on this on this preventive preventive maintenance as you'd call it you know yeah. i mean they're they're really they've just they've got all their ducks in a row there isn't a time goes by when they do an event no matter where they're at that that we will gladly step in and say you know 
they've got their shit together. Yeah. You know, absolutely. you need to pay attention to what they say. Yep. Yeah. And, and the cool thing to me is that they put, you know, she put this together herself. She's not parroting, you know, that's, that's one of the cool things. Cause it's easy to find an awareness or even maybe a borderline preventative curriculum out there, but it's put together by somebody who's reading st- statistics, you know, put out by a federal agency or whatever else. Um, and hers know, is she, real she put this together from scratch. Yeah. Set me free is put they it was all put together from from being out it, being out in the field yeah you know yeah. none of it's none of it's fake yeah in any way shape or form and she'll also take some of her own struggles and, and the rest of her team because she's she had a really she surrounded herself with a really good team when they started when they were building this yeah uh, and they also ran into an issue and and i i most people don't really know it uh, of being a, they were a faith-based organization. Mm-hmm. So they had a heck of a time trying to get into a lot of places due to the fact that they were faith-based. Yep. You know, and as you had brought up the fact that they had to change up some things. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they were adapted. willing, they adapted, they sacrificed a lot of things in order to get their message across. Yeah. Well, they're with, for their kids, not for their program. Exactly. So they did alter some things, and they developed a different division in order to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, so they can cover both sides of the plate, which is great. And, and not only that, they also have enough contacts. That, you know, if something goes down, they know who to contact. Yeah. They can put you in touch with whoever you need to be in touch with. Yeah. Whether it's you know, whether it's being an awareness advocate all the way up to, you know, a high risk situation to aftercare. Yeah. Well, and just going back to just as a commentary on, on what you had said about them doing the actually going into the war zone with with, with some of the guys, well, with you and, and a couple of other guys, they weren't doing it to try and say, hey, look at us. We're, we're involved in rescues. They were doing it so they could get a glimpse of what really happened. Yeah, they wanted to learn. Yeah. It was just that simple. Um, and like I said, the respect that they gained or that we gained for them, you know, I, I mean, it's, you know, we all we used to always joke around about, you know, they're, you know, we had no problem taking a bullet for them. Yeah. You know, <laughs> which, I mean, we say that about everybody damn near, but yeah. <laughs> But, you know, there was just, it, it was just amazing to, to watch them. And, you know, some of us, you know, she was, she was talking about, you know, with a time frame of when they really started to, to put things together, you know, and, and to be honest, our organizations kind of grew up like a brother and sister issue almost. Yeah. Yeah. In a lot of ways they did, you know, um, and it was nice that we, you know, when you have other people to bounce things off of. Yeah. Well, especially from a different perspective too, you know, same war, different, different battlefront. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and we always use our issues about people staying in lanes, you know, which we really don't. <laughs> we tell people to stay in lanes all the time. And the thing was, they did just that. They picked a lane and they stayed in it and they have excelled. Yeah. Yeah, they became the number one driver on their course. I mean, <laughs> uh, I mean that. Yeah, that's. I know mo- a lot of us, and anyone that's really ever heard one of their, you know, been to one of their events, been to any, listened to any of their curriculum whatsoever, is going to agree. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely, hands down. It's, it's, it's hard to walk away from there, not, not going. Wow, that was, you know, completely worth it. You know. Even if you've been in this fight, see, that's, that's the other thing too. It's, it's just going right back to what you said again. It's just, I mean, you were in this game for years before it was ever even a, uh, a thing in the nation as far as, you know, combating it. I mean, before it really even had a name, but you know, being able to sit in and come away and go, huh, you know, that, that was worth it. I, I picked something up new, a different angle, a new, a new bit of, of insight, you know? So if that tells anybody anything, and it's funny because, you know, for the most part, 
when, when we talk, it's like we there are very few organizations we have anything good to say about. So, you know, there there's a handful out there. Yeah, I, but I mean, for the most part, we look at them and we're like, "What are you even doing here?" You know. Take it wrong. You know, it's not that we're bashing everybody because anybody that's in the fight, you know, hey, that's great. They're in the fight. Yeah. But you see the people that are truly excelling in order to help their community. Yeah. And, you know, not in it for them. You know? Yeah. You know, they're, they're not posting ads out there wanting, you know, that they're looking for people with all these high-end degrees to come to work for them, and this is what it pays, you know? Yeah. I mean, the fact that they they go to all these schools, they don't charge anything, you know? They, yep. They're just, just genuine, good, good, good people. Yep. Yeah, and she, and I tried to open it up to have her, like, like really give some backstory, but she kind of glossed over it with uh, really how much flack they got when they were first starting from everybody that should have been. Well, and, you know, well, I'll, I'll be honest with you and I'll, I'll gladly bring it up because I'm just that type of a guy. <laughs> you know. um, but, uh, you know, we had a, uh, there was a, a meeting most of us had, had went to and it, there were three or four NGOs there also a representative from um, here hold and, up say that last bit again say that last bit again it cut out on you no you just want me to repeat it <laughs> head of one of the states and basically it was kind of having a meeting of the mom when we were all sitting there trying to figure out what we can do, basically develop like a and I'll tell you to show the passion that went on coming from set me free um, you know everybody, you know, sometimes the conversations were getting a little heated you know um, and you know of course, you know, I'll call a spade a spade uh, some things were said, and then the next thing I know, I see Stephanie from Set Me Free pushing up out of her chair and <laughs> pointing and sitting there smiling. <laughs> you know, yep. and and here's the guy that's you know that he's a head of a state task force. That was, I believe, he was uh, an attorney, uh, 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 a past attorney or something. I don't know, but he was a assistant attorney general. Yeah, he was a big stroke as far as I was concerned. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he really was. Um, I, he he was just a waste of space. Um, but to see the passion come out of her and basically challenge him as to what he said. You know, and, and right there, I was like, you know, I, I, it was almost like I found a female version of me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? um, it was, it, but it was so cool to see her passion and to tell him basically that he's full of shit. Yeah. You know, and, and I had never, ever seen that side. And I was like, holy crap, you know. Yeah. And, but she was dead on with her views. Yep. And oh, she yeah. was going to, and she stuck up for what she, for what, for her beliefs. Yeah. Which was just incredible because, you know, that was one of those, you could have heard a pin drop moment, you know, <laughs> except for her basically challenging him. Yeah. And, yeah, well, and everybody tell, else there thought he was God's gift to the counter trafficking movement. Don't say everybody. Because <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, okay. there was there was a handful of us that were 
you know, yeah, okay, this guy's a big stroke, you know. The, major- the majority of the people there. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I warned everybody that this guy was in this bunch of smoke and mirrors, and yeah, and to find out, you know, that that is what it was. Uh, but, but needless to say, like I said, just to watch, you know, and that was really what what let us know the true passion and how real Set Me Free Project was. Yeah. And that was one of those moments that she kind of touched on, you know, about the other NGOs, because some of these other NGOs that were, it was like they were all attacking each other. Yeah. But yet, of course, you know, it was a normal thing of looking everybody in the face and smiling while they're stabbing you in the back. Yeah. You know? Yep. Very, very political. Very political. And, you know, as she stated about uh, people being jealous and things like that, um, the reason that stuff was there, and as I blurted out at that moment, was due to they knew the money train. Yeah. Well, the federal government had just issued a grant to states who could come up with this stuff and NGOs would profit. Exactly. Exactly. So suddenly, suddenly the people who were your friends before – uh, so in some of these instances, people who even went to church together, <laughs> they, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. they're turning around, knifing knifing each other in the back over over my NGO is going to get this money, not yours. Well, and you know, to me, that goes back to me with my my thing of you know of you know the the religion and things like that. So. Yeah, which, like you said, you know that <clears throat> Stephanie herself is a is a woman of faith, as was originally her organization. So, you know, she's been tenacious in holding on to make sure that she reaches everybody, regardless. In the midst, of- yeah, yeah, really, and you know, it was never an issue to her to get her hands dirty. No. So. Uh, I mean, yeah, you know, and even us, you know, we've been able, we've been able to call them in the past and bounce things off of them. Yeah. You know, if, if we needed, you know, Hey, we don't have a contact here, you know, and, and they were always more than willing to help yep. us out. Yep. So anyway, uh, I mean, did we have so now that I on one of my sh- long mile long <laughs> No, it was good. It was good. It's well, I think it's nice for people to. I mean, we've talked about getting some of these people on here, and hopefully next week we'll have another one. Um, but you know, it, it's nice for them to be able to hear because I think it it helps develop. For for as secretive as we are with all of our information, it does help to develop a an idea of of the road traveled. You know. Because, you know, it, 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 I guess, helps to bring a little bit of humanity in there. <laughs> I don't know. Well, no. you know, we, we can, you know, everyone knows what we do. It's, it's not rocket science to know that, you know, we'll, we'll handle the deep dark. Right. You know, that, that's not rocket science. You know, everyone knows that. And if, you, if they haven't figured it out by now, they've. As, as it was quoted, they've got their head in the sand. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's not that we're, you know, we'll take care of the, the minor things too. You know, we will. We push this issue of being an awareness advocate. We push that constantly, you know. Yeah. But but it's nice to get that viewpoint from someone that is doing prevention. Yes. Which Which awareness can be that prevention issue but it's you know as she said you know they're talking to children in elementary schools yeah you know and and in all reality they shouldn't be in our world they shouldn't that they shouldn't have to yeah (laughs) but the problem is is our world and i'm gonna drop one our world is so fucked up that you got to do it. Yep. 
you know. Um, like that article you said. Or, you know. Thankful somebody there? Yeah. Article? Oh, I won't go too deep into it, but you know that article you sent me earlier about the conversations moms are having to have with their kids now because uh, 12-year-olds are being addicted to porn to the point where they're becoming sexual predators at that yeah. young of an age. Yeah. Well, and now you, you know, you're getting all these other, you know, uh, the, I'm, I'm not going to say that, you know, it, it goes to that thing of, you know, where they just start talking, you know, pedophiles are gay and some aren't, and not, a, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, right. And, you know, the, some people that are traffickers or this, well, you know, the traffickers are doing their job, but it's the people that it's the clients. Yeah. You know, and, and that's the thing, you know, it's, it's, you never know who you never do. And that's why I, you know, in the past where I went up to people and said, you know, you don't, you don't even know who I am. Yeah. You know, and deep down, yeah, a lot of people, if they really knew where, where myself or some of the other guys have came from, you know, they're going to ship purple Twinkies, you know, <laughs> so <laughs> you know it you it's just so refreshing when you see somebody that's coming from where they come from yes yeah because you know how genuine it truly is because like she said they saw where they could fit in where they were needed which goes to what we tell people all the time search find out where you can fit in where yes. you can make Yes. You know, yeah. and, and even, a, even an organization like them, they're not going to, you know, you call them and say, hey, what can I do? They're not going to turn their back on you. Yeah, no. You know, if anything, they'll search other orgs and try to find a placement for you. Yeah. Yep. Well, we've placed uh, some of our people with them. Yes. Some of our people we actually did place with them. So. And actually, vice versa. They, I mean, it, it has, it has, you know, that was one of those. To use one of her words, that was a. Yes. So. Yep. But there, I did go on talking forever again. <laughs> hey, it's nice. Usually, I'm the one who's doing all the monologuing. Yeah. So usually I'm, always, usually, I'm the one just always bitching. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but no, it, it like I said, it's, we know that people hear this. Yeah, you know, and and you know they can listen to us all they want because they know what they're gonna hear. You know, they really yep. do. I mean, it, uh, I mean, a lot of times it's well, what are they gonna say next? You know, <laughs> but you know, to hear from someone that's literally not our people. They're in the same fight, but they're, again, they're in their own lane. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's full that that's there because as we've even said, that's one less thing we got to worry about. Yeah. Yeah. Because we know that it's covered. We know that whoever they contact, it's going to get through. Well, see, and I'm trying to, I, aside from that, I'm trying to visualize you walking into a room full of, of third graders and trying <laughs> boom. Well, you know, as you'll remember, there's been a few times, you know, we had sent uh, a couple of you other guys out. You know, you didn't look quite like the troll under the bridge, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I know. That's... We had to have you GQ guys go in. So... <laughs> Dude, I don't care what you say. It's the, it's our fan club. It is. It's the yeah. It's our it's our government it fan club. Is. I mean, it, it's it, it's got to be because yeah. <laughs> well, I, I I sent you that message when we first got our Twitter page set up. Yeah, yeah. Three things Didn't into it, long. but it locked me out. Yep. Didn't take long. Nope. So, you know, and you know, like I said, we've 
you know, when, when you know you can contact those kind of people to get some assistance. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's great. Uh, like I said, because, you know, and I don't know if it, if, it, if it was heard what I was saying earlier, but you know, if, if someone's calling our hotline, you know, the reason. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and granted a lot of people that, you know, there's people that do call our hotline and, you know, it's an issue that, you know, it's a crisis line. Right. Oh, that's what ours is set up for is if it's a crisis, it's not just, Oh, I had a question, you know, Right. You can leave a message and, and we'll have one of our advocates contact you, you know. Uh, but, you know, to know that you can contact an organization like that and no matter what your state is, and they'll try to get, try to bring that curriculum to you. And it, it's just, it's incredible to know. It really is. I mean, that's all I can say is it's just incredible to know that people like that are truly out there. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. No. And, and the fact that, you know, I damn near everybody in, in their organization is, is juggling their careers. They're juggling their families, you know? Yeah. Yeah. To be able to do this full time. Yeah. And they, you know, no matter what, you know, they'll put everything aside to help your kids. Yeah. You know, and, and I'll be honest to you, you know, go to your next, you know, go to the next PTA meeting, go to the next whatever, you know, the luncheons, you know. Go to Starbucks for your coffee and ask the person next to you, hey, are you going to drop everything that, in your life to go and talk to my child? Yeah. You know, and, and see what kind of answers you get. You know, you know as well as I do what somebody, if they, if they say, yeah, I will, eh, bullshit. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Whatever, you know. It's like, tell that to somebody that's actually going to believe you. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but, but they will. Yeah. Yeah, and it is, it is cool to see a group that's comprised of people of that of that same mind, you know. So. Well, and, and going back, like I said, you know, when when they were first starting to get their feet wet, you know, the fact that they were willing to go out with a bunch of you know a, a group of ogres <laughs> and go out and and. And just, I don't know if you really want to call it, it, it not, wasn't necessarily facing a fear or anything, um, but they were just so desperate to want to know what goes on after dark. Yeah. You know, and I'm just using that in a loose term, but, you know, because it ain't that this stuff's a nine to five thing like a lot of organizations feel it is. Right. Uh, like I said, I mean, I just, I, you know, they're, I can't say enough about them. I can't. Yeah. Well, and I mean, there's been, I mean, we're going on years now as far as relationship goes with our two organizations and there's just, you know, they've, they've adapted, they've grown as they've gone, but you know, their, their mission has stayed the same the whole time. You know, they haven't changed who they are fundamentally in any respect. And, no. you know, no, they they haven't. They and that's why I said they've just they've got their shit together. That's all there is to it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, and like I told, uh, like I told Steph, we will probably have her on again here, and if not in the near future, for sure later when when we do some of our topical stuff that we could use her expertise on. Um, but you know, I mean. It, don't want to cut you off. That's, 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 that that's saying that we don't know everything. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and we, and we don't. I mean, we freely admit it. We're we're learning every day. I mean, a day doesn't go by where I'm not learning something. If, if you stop learning in this, if you ever come to the place where you think you've arrived, 
get out because you're going to get yourself or some, or, well, I guess more importantly, you're going to get someone else hurt. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I just was thinking back to a phone call I had received years ago. <laughs> Care to share with the class or is this not a shareable one? <laughs> no, it was where I was told that I was, you know, about messing with people's lives. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, we we'll, we'll have to you'll have to give that full story on one of our uh, other ones because it it was yeah that'll be one of them yeah that'll be one of them um you know and, and yeah to to keep beating a dead horse like I said these you know the people from Set Me Free just they they just they know the shit that's all that that's all I can say yeah. And that, uh, that's quite possibly the highest compliment you could give. <laughs> yeah, that I really can't. Yeah, you know, I I can't say. Yeah, I mean it. It's yeah. Um, but in turn, like I said, we have some other organizations that we are going to get some people on here for. Um, and generally, you know, we're picky about who we. You know, we're not just going to have Joe or Jill Schmo on here. Or a celebrity. Yeah. Um, and what do you mean by much. generally we're picky? We're, we're picky all the time. We're like the most picky. I'm trying to be, I'm just trying <laughs> to be polite, I guess. I don't know. Um, you know, so, you know, we, like I said, we have some people that you really, that we really want people to hear from. Um because of the battles they've faced. Yeah. Trying trying to get their message out there. Yeah. Trying to get help. Things to that nature. So Yeah. Anyway. Absolutely. What anything you want a final thought on? No, just you know, we're like like you said, guys, we are we are trying to get you uh, all some perspectives from the battlefield. Um because <laughs> you do know exactly what you're going to hear every time you tune in with us, whether it be, you know, topical or, or general uh, uh, stuff, but you know, it's, it is nice to hear what we're telling you express slightly different. Uh, it does. It probably helps you understand better. Um, Cause ultimately the whole purpose of these, of these podcasts, as far as we're concerned is to help people understand first off the reality of what goes on. And secondly, that, their involvement is going to be the thing that, that ends this, you know, not, not throwing money at it. Granted, you know, we all know world runs on money, but you've heard us say it so many times. It's not about what you can give. It's about what you can do. Um, and, you know, to hear people who are out there doing that's, that's what we really want to bring you is, is just these perspectives. And, and like I said, we, hopefully we have got somebody set up next week. Again, it'll depend on scheduling. Hopefully it all works out. Um, but uh, yeah, and, and we will we will try to keep, go back to keeping these more consistent with where we put them at in the week. Um, but you know, no guarantees. Life when, when you're when you're a part of a crusade, you can't uh, you can't guarantee when the enemy or or the the passengers on the road to freedom will uh, will call for you next. So uh, well, and oh, you, just like anyone, you know, life gets in the way sometimes. Oh yeah, we hate that because you know i'd like to say that we'd drop anything to go and help somebody yeah but you know no matter what like i said whether it's jobs home life whatever you know a lot of times we just cannot get the time to do this yeah yeah so if anything's got to be sacrificed it's going to be our our conversations with you all so <laughs> um well, not. it's and, and we'll say that because you know we don't have grants backing us. Yeah, you know we don't have any outside help. No, it, it's yeah. us. You know, so you know something's got to keep the lights on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's the Templar code, brother. It's the Templar code. Um, but uh, yeah. Anyway, so we will uh, we will be back. Uh, all things considered, and Lord willing, next week. Um, we do thank you all for tuning in with us. Uh, we have a special thanks to Set Me Free and Stephanie for uh, taking some time out of their evening to uh, spend time with us. 
And uh, I've, I already said it on the closing, the last one, but guys do remember that, that you've heard it multiple times. You can't go away now saying you have not heard that you do not know. And I know I'm plagiarizing a quote by William Wilberforce, but it's a poignant quote. You cannot walk nope, away now. You're acknowledging it too. You're not saying it's yours. Yeah. Well, very true. Yeah. It's, 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 it's probably one of the most uh, poignant quotes you can get with this kind of stuff, because, you know, this is not something that you can walk away from and say, well, that's somebody else's fight. I don't care who you are, how old you are, what your race, gender, creed, social status. I don't care where you sit in this country this is a war that you're a part of whether you like it or not. So, you know, you've, you've been armed. We have tried to arm you from day one. There's resources out there. So you need to pick a side. We, we've got to intervene a little bit with that because, you know, their problem Um, as earlier, um, it's not until it happens. Yeah, true. You know, so the, and that's how a lot of people look at it as well. It, it doesn't affect me. Yeah. Yeah. So open your eyes. Coming. Yeah, I mean, you know, um, a few of us have had the issues where, you know, we've had family members that were just a whisper away from, from losing them. Yeah. You know, uh, so, you know, if it happens to to us who you know when you have family members that know this but yet you still have family members that get involved in these certain things you know it's don't sit and say it ain't going to happen yeah because as we've pushed it isn't the fact of if it's when yeah okay i'm done i'm done blabbing (laughs) no no that's that's a very good way to way to end it. So from all of us at the Crusader Foundation to you all who listen to us and tune in, uh, thank you. God bless. And we will speak with you all next week.